Last week, I shared part one of ways to increase student writing skills and their motivation. Now, if you have not listened to that episode, I encourage you to take a listen as I shared five ways with you all to help with just that topic. Now, today I am thrilled to begin part two where I am continuing on with ways to increase motivation and writing skills with your students. This episode offers six more ways and I am not going to prolong the start to this convo any longer. I will meet you inside. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is, you guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you. Join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back. Thank you so much for supporting the Literacy Dive podcast by listening weekly, sharing episodes, leaving ratings, and by leaving reviews. It means so much to me to be able to deliver fresh content with you each and every Monday. If you are a literacy lover like me, be sure to follow this podcast so you stay up to date with the latest episodes. I had a blast chatting about student motivation when it comes to writing. There are so many ways to increase their writing skills, especially amongst kids who claim that they hate to write. Those are the kids that I keep in mind when thinking about what next writing strategy I want to create or try to introduce to the class. We truly have the tough job of breaking through the barrier of them thinking that they don't like writing and giving them amazing experiences and opportunities to explore genres and to see firsthand that writing is not as scary and daunting as it may appear. So last week, I shared five ideas that you can try. Incorporating reading for fun, making writing fun, using different materials, encouraging daily journaling, and using story prompts. Check out episode 45 to hear more about those five suggestions. But for now, let's dive into additional ways to motivate students and get the writing growth that we desire. I am continuing on with number six. Number six is to create a space for writing. Now, when thinking about getting students excited about writing, I love creating spaces designated just for writing only. It is a special place, carefully designed, and kids see the importance of it because I make it a big deal. All you have to do is set aside a tiny corner in your classroom that is completely devoted to writing. Many teachers will call this a writing center or a writing nook. Whatever you want to call it, it is going to include all that you will need to make writing a priority, and it really supports the writing environment. Oftentimes, having a special place students can see or visit will eliminate distractions so they can actually focus on practicing writing skills. You can have a variety of items in your writing center, like writing center posters, several writing utensils, scaffolded reminders and charts, the writing process mapped out. 
Now, in episode 32, I talk all about setting up effective writing centers, so that is an episode that you want to add to your queue. Number seven, letter writing. Now, let's be completely honest here. The days of writing letters seem so foreign and so lost. The closest we get to letter writing is writing a long text message. So writing letters really becomes fun and interesting when it's introduced to kids. So encourage your students to write letters to family, friends, classmates, or teachers, cafeteria staff, or administration, people in the school. The fun part about writing letters to people in the school is that kids can actually place the letter in an envelope and deliver it, and oftentimes they will get a reply letter back. Students can also write letters to members of the community on special holidays or as they take action to make a difference in the community or in the world. This activity is a great way to reinforce the five parts to a friendly letter that I know we never touch on very, very often. And it also helps with addressing an envelope properly, which I know that we also really don't touch on. So whenever we are addressing the envelope, Well, we know that you are practicing abbreviations, capital letters, cities, comma, states, zip codes, all of these different elements that are important for kids to know that they don't get hands-on practice with every single day. So letter writing is awesome. In the show notes, I'm going to leave a writing anchor chart and letter writing paper templates as a free download for you. It is pulled from my Writing Center poster pack and Basically, it is going to be everything that you need to reinforce the five parts of a friendly letter. It's going to have an anchor chart for you. You can hang it up for your students and you can get this letter writing embedded into your day. So check the show notes for that free download for you. Number eight, pen pals. Now, Just like letter writing, this is taking it a little step farther because these kids are now going to have someone specific that they are able to write to consistently. Now, I have done pen pals in a variety of ways, and I'm going to share that it is so simple for you to incorporate pen pals in the same school. It can be same grade, different grade. I like to stay either a grade level above or below, not like writing to kindergarten because clearly kindergarten would have a hard time writing back to like a fifth grader, but it can definitely be the same grade in the same school. You can find another school in the same city as you. You can find another school in the same state as you, or it could be a different state or a different country. Now, the great thing about the teacher gram is that there are so many teachers that are willing to get pen pals up and running consistently, and they're going to follow through with having their students write letters to your class, and then you write letters back to their class. So my recommendation is, if you want to start on a very general scale, find someone in your school that you can connect with and commit to writing letters to. I know that when I taught in Georgia, we had something called inter-office mail so that I could send anything to a teacher on another campus free through our inter-office mail system. And that is the way that we had pen pals that the kids had no idea about, had never seen before because they were in a different school. So I would encourage you to make some connections, connect with some teachers, ask, hey, who wants to be a pen pal? And you can get that going. Another awesome way that's kind of like pen pals is being able to connect with classrooms in every single state. Now, again, I have seen this work 
in so many ways where you are wanting to get letters from all over the country. So you are trying, you have a map, and as you're getting letters in from certain places, you cross off that state. And so however you want it to look, it is so fun. I love getting several postcards, which are very inexpensive, and they will be all from, at this time, the state of Texas, the city of Houston. And we would find different people in different states to write to, and my students would each write a letter, and we would get those postcards mailed off to different locations. So there's just a variety of things that you can do when it all comes down to letter writing and having a pen pal, and your students are going to be eager to get that writing going because it has purpose, it has meaning, and they will then value it. On a even smaller scale, you could do something as simple as writing buddies, and this is still kind of like a pen pal, but this could be in your same class or definitely in the same school, and you would just have to designate a certain time for students to get together and have buddy writing opportunities. This could be they are working on a narrative story together, or they are working on a persuasive piece together. Or it could just be that they are having ongoing exchanges. So in this seven minutes of time, you are writing to your buddy and they are being able to write and will give it to their buddy and then their buddies can write back the next time you implement the buddy writing time. So as you can see there, there are so many variations that you can do. And I would love to talk about these more in depth with you if you are like, hmm, I think I wanna try this. How did you get it up and running? Send me a message on Instagram. I would love to talk to you about it and help you get letter writing and pen pals, buddy writing up and running in your class. All right. I am going to slow it down because clearly when I talk about writing, I get so excited and passionate that I can go a mile a minute. So number nine, we are going to be chatting about Classroom Memories book. Now, this is a very simple practice that you can implement and you will keep this up and running the entire school year. You are going to leave a composition book in your writing center or in a place where students can easily find and access it. You're going to invite them to add classroom memories to this composition book at any time. Now, by any time, I mean before school, if they're not eating breakfast and they finish their morning work and they have a little bit of extra time, as an early finisher task, they finish their work and they have a little extra time. But more formally, you can assign certain students to certain days in the month to write the classroom memory for the day and to draw a picture to accompany it. Kids love this. They literally make the best memory book to look back upon to see what happened throughout the year And this is a great treat for you as their teacher to see what students have enjoyed most about your class or about the experiences that you've allowed them to take part in. So creating this classroom memory book, all you need is a composition notebook. My suggestion would be if you have roughly 20, 25 kids, one day a month, that is that certain student's time to shine and create a memory for the book and include the date, and then you're gonna have a collection of memories to look back on. So you could also have, like I said, you can have students add to this at any time. If there's something in particular, they can have free reign to go to it. 
but as a way to make sure that every single student has a chance to add something to this memory book, knowing that not every student will finish their work quickly or not every student will have free moments of the day, it is best to have some type of system, structure, or schedule so that the kids can ensure that they have a select time where they can participate and add to this book. Number 10, connect to student interest. Now think about it. Anytime someone can reel you in based on your interest, you are probably going to be that much more committed to that specific task. So this is the same for our students. I'm telling you, I have had the most unmotivated, reluctant writers in my time of teaching, but I was not going to settle for that being my reality. Nope. I decided to take action. And you can take action too. But rewinding a little bit, it was when I was teaching fourth grade solely, a testing grade for writing, where I realized I do not need to teach students how to write just to pass a test. If I could get students engaged with writing for fun, they will do well on the test. This is when my monthly writing prompts were birthed. Writing prompts are great to connect with student interest. I will leave a link in the show notes to the writing prompts I'm about to describe just so you can get an idea of what I'm about to talk about. But these particular prompts focus on national and world days. Serious ones, weird ones, ones about animals, food, this and that, random facts. But it's all interesting. Now, I have always enjoyed National Days. I can remember as far back as when I was in middle school that I loved being able to look at the newspaper and see what the National Day was. It's not that I ever connected to every single National Day that I came across, but I liked the fact that there are literally days for anything and everything, and I desire to know them all. That is the connection piece that reels me in. My students picked up on this and began liking the things that I liked. I like to think of it as like a hashtag teacher influencers type of situation. They literally get naturally excited about the things that I get naturally excited about. When they see me liking National Days, they begin liking National Days, and there are National and World Days every single day of the year. So I used this to my advantage. I already knew what they liked, so I added the twist of writing to connect with every day of the year. So students can then choose which day is most interesting or what writing genre tasks they want to complete, but the kids look forward to this and they enjoy it so much that they are writing and practicing without even knowing it. So connecting to student interests is definitely a way to grow your students by way of their writing skills and by way of their motivation. I was going to stop at 10 ideas, but I decided to throw in one more idea as a bonus. And number 11 is using technology to your advantage. Now, there is no getting around the fact that technology is all around us and plays a huge part in our everyday lives. You can totally use this to your advantage to get students writing. Now here, they are not physically writing with paper and pencil, but writing is writing. It doesn't really matter. Typing is a great life skill for all people, adults and children. And the actual typing class, typing program that kids were required to do, I have not seen 
in the last eight or 10 years of my teaching career. So I once upon a time saw it and it was great for kids to know how to properly type, but they have not done that in the schools that I've been in for the longest time that I can remember. So typing is amazing for kids and it's different for them. Now, I know that the pandemic has made it more relevant and more common now, but overall, technology is going to be around forever, so we may as well allow students to use it to increase motivation and to increase their writing skills through typing. An easy implementation is to create a classroom blog. Now, you can create an actual blog or you can use something like Padlet where students can add their responses or thoughts to a question that you post. Now, I used to set up my literature circle groups with their own blog pages before I moved into an intervention role. I would be able to write a question and they would be able to leave comments underneath it for me, but they also could and were actually encouraged to leave comments for each other and have dialogue as well based on what they were saying. I loved doing this because even over long breaks or summer break, students were still reading, they wanted to connect with each other, and they loved discussing topics with each other, and they could do that by using their blog page. It is in real time, and I could see what they were doing, what they were writing, and I loved taking a couple of minutes to write and respond back to them because it's all digital, time-stamped, date-stamped. It's so much fun. But creating a classroom blog is super easy, and it's a great place to offer a topic or question and just let students comment and respond. Be sure to make the page and or the comments secure or private so that only your class can access it and to engage. You definitely do not want any spammers or internet crazies to have access to your kiddos. I literally could go on and on and on, but I'm going to try and not make a part three, but I do have more ideas that I will try to group together in a later episode on the Literacy Dive podcast, so be looking out for that soon. Again, I just love all literacy topics and especially writing. I know it's so tricky, so hard to get students excited about it, but if you show that it's exciting and if you show that you love it, even if you don't, they are going to feed off that energy and love it too. So there you have it. Between the last episode, part one, and this episode, part two, there are 11 ideas to keep in mind that you can be able to get up and running and try. The exposure that you are going to give to your students can make all the difference in their writing success. So tell me, which one of these ideas are you most excited to try? Setting up a writing center, letter writing, pen pals, classroom memories book, writing prompts, a classroom blog? I am eager to know, so send me a DM and let me know what has piqued your interest and something that you are excited to try. As always, it is so enjoyable to bring you several literacy tips, tricks, and ideas, and I cannot wait to chat with you next Monday. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.